Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at SeanSNTPOD. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you, guys. Do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking power. Great power. For the fifth time, it's your boy, Sean. <laughs> What's up, Wikimaniacs? My name is Josh Shell, host of the Reddit on Wiki podcast. As always, I am joined by the man who keeps Tums close by in case he smells too much ass. <laughs> it's John Consignato. What is up, John? What's up? Hey, Tums, sponsor us. You might as well. I eat this shit like every day, pretty much. It's candy to me at this point. I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you eat Tums that much? No, it's a joke. Oh, because there's, only, there's also a reason why I ate Tums this past weekend. I freaking ate Caroline Reaper. Oh. That's on me. True. Never had it, but... Uh. <laughs> it, my guy, if you... I can only imagine, Josh. I could, yeah. I yeah. was going to say, if Pepper makes you... Carolina Reaper would make you shit your bed. <laughs> I'd, I'd never leave the bathroom. Um, <laughs> moving on from that, uh, it's, it's uh, your boy, Sean. I couldn't think of an intro for you today. I'm sorry. Not needed. My reputation precedes me, you know Exactly. Just kidding. Nobody knows who the fuck I am, <laughs> except for the two people that commented, I love Sean. And I, I apparently I wasn't even in one of those videos. I think uh, they probably just think one of y'all is Sean. And they were like, I love Sean. Yeah. Someone did comment on our YouTube video saying, I love Sean with hearts. And I wasn't in it, right? You were not in that one. I think that was with <laughs> yeah. Alex or Dustin. I think it was with Dustin. They probably just thought Dustin was me. Yeah. <laughs> Like Sean's sounding good this episode. <laughs> Sean sounds awesome. Why is he so smart this episode? <laughs> He's so calm and collected. <laughs> it's crazy to see it. So we got an awesome episode today, and it's a special episode today because all of our Am I the Asshole stories, our listener submitted stories. Wow. We got listeners. <laughs> you said that in the one with Nick too. It literally oh, that same thing. <laughs> Get new material. <laughs> hey, I'm forgetful. That's fair. That's probably all the tums you eat. There's that's true. <laughs> At least he stole his like his own joke, you know what I mean? He didn't steal anybody else's. That's true. On today's episode, we have an overbearing mother-in-law, an interesting trade proposal for a truck. A daughter who can't forgive her mother. And then after the ad break, we're going to be reacting and responding to some of the TikTok videos we have been tagged in or had sent to us. I went through and, and found a few today and we're going to respond to some of those videos. So buckle up for them. They are 
trash guys, I guess. Well, well that's uh, a teaser. <laughs> that's actually what we're renaming our pad, our podcast to is just trash guys. <laughs> trash guys. <laughs> Before we hop into the stories for today, if you have an Am I the Asshole story you would like us to cover on an episode like this, please send it to reddit on wikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter at reddit on wiki. Links to those are in the show notes below. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or you can tell a friend about us. If you really like the show and want to get episodes a week early-ish mm-hmm. <laughs> and ad-free, you can go to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up to help support the show, just like the sign says there. Next time we got to put the URL on there. Is that the URL? <laughs> That's... I don't know if I have that many characters. Um, we got to optimize it. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my projection next time. I'll make something. There you go. That's... Yeah, I'm going to green screen like Zoom and just have a, our link over and over again. <laughs> Sean, you don't, you don't have that kind of equipment. Don't lie. Don't lie to the people. Do they not have that here? I don't know. Uh, they don't. Well, I, your computer would not be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> don't be rude. <laughs> With all of that unpacked, it's time to react to the, to the stories. That's my rhyme. They're getting Awful. worse. Two out of ten. Worse. Awful. Um, I will not apologize for anything, though. <laughs> mm, sure. <laughs> Our first story comes from Tiffany. I'm just going to give first names. Do not look these people up. Hi, <laughs> Tiffany. We, do, we should just give them fake names in general, right? Like, uh, yeah, I want to give them some semblance of who they are. You know, yeah. that's true. But if it's like a unique first name, I'd, I'd uh, is Tiffany a unique first them. name? I'm just saying for future reference, Josh, relax, man. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a pretty, pretty common white girl name. If I <laughs> Well, don't fucking blast our listener who said that. <laughs> I didn't Jesus. say it was a bad name. Timmy, I just you said have a great common. name. All right. I'm just saying, if we get like a crazy name. Yeah. Just assume all these are nicknames. That's what we'll go by. You know what? They won't know the difference. Maybe Tiffany I made up. You guys don't know. They all know right. <laughs> so Tiffany says, am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law to leave and not having any visitors for two weeks. She goes on to say, When I had my daughter back in March of 2021, it was during the pandemic. It is important to understand the cultural difference between my husband and me. My father is black and my mother is a native South Korean. My husband is white. In my family and in our culture, my mother has always gone to stay with the girls in the family for two to three weeks after their babies are born to help with the baby and make sure that the moms are healing and getting rest. You know, that, that guy we talked about earlier who didn't want to take care of his wife during, <laughs> during maternity yeah. leave or whatever, didn't want to take care of his baby. This is a way to get around that, you know? <laughs> get yourself a mother-in-law. <laughs> or just don't be an asshole. Yeah. Just do your thing. It is also tradition to not have visitors for the first two weeks so that the mom and baby can bond and the house is in a clean and sterile environment. I had made it known to the whole family that I would not like any visitors for the first two weeks, just my mom. And after that, if we do have any visitors, they would need to wear a mask around my daughter and also be vaccinated or have a negative COVID test with no current symptoms, just to be precautionary. That's fair. My family has no issues with this. My in-laws, however, thought my requests were ridiculous. My mother-in-law also works in a hospital with sick people. Fast forward to the day I come back from the hospital from giving birth. At this point, my mother-in-law has not agreed to get vaccinated or a COVID test. Ugh. You yeah. work at a hospital and you're not vaccinated. That's vaxxed. what I was going to say. Yo, shout, out, shout out my hospital. They fucking fired everybody that's not vaxxed. Sorry, yeah. losers. <laughs> Do you think they'll hire them back, though? And like, Fuck no. Once I the, don't know. Once the, no, okay, well, fair enough. I don't know. I'm, um, I'm, not, in, no, I'm not 
high enough to make that decision. <laughs> so she then shows up to my house three hours after I get home from the hospital. Oh, I am hormonal and livid, but I held my composure and let her see the baby. My mom even calmed me down and said she just wanted to see her one time in person. She won't be back for a few weeks. I know my mom was mad too, but I think she was trying to make me feel better at any cost so I wouldn't go down baby blues lane, which I did mean to look up. I don't know what that means. After you give birth, your hormones are, I only know this because I have two sisters with kids, but it's kind of like a, like postpartum depression type of like a light version of that, I think. That makes sense. That makes sense. Good job, Sean. One one point to Sean for this episode. I don't have siblings, so I, I don't know that. After my mother-in-law left, I told my husband he needed to talk to his mom and tell her no visitors for two weeks. He told me he, her response was, quote, I was going to see the baby even if I had to climb through the window, end quote. Oh, no. <laughs> no come on, mother-in-law. You I can are. already tell you. We can stop. I mean, of course, we're going to keep it going. <laughs> uh, my verdict is already in. Yes, that you're not the asshole. You are it's not the asshole. Yeah, you, you'll finish. I'll, I'll go off later. But this is upsetting. Yeah, it could be a joking text from some people, you know. The fact that she showed up there two hours after she got home from the hospital proves that it's not really a joke. It's kind of just. That's that's where I agree with you 100%. Um, yeah. My husband told her she was crazy, but I thought it was over and dealt with at this point. Five days later, my husband is at work and my mother-in-law shows up unexpectedly after she gets off work because the hospital is only about five minutes from our house. I opened the door and was like, hey, what are you doing here? All she said was, I thought it was time for me to see my granddaughter. No. And then she literally barges her way into my oh, house. Don't even so, open the door. That is so <laughs> disrespectful, bro. Don't even <laughs> open the door. She makes a beeline for my baby and picks her up. My mom was too Fuck stunned no. to speak. She didn't even wash her hands or oh. wear a mask. Now, you can have your, your takes on, you know, COVID, washing your hands, wearing a mask, you know, but to not do that around a very newborn baby, especially when you've just come home from a hospital, that's fucked up. <laughs> even, even if COVID wasn't a serious deal, and it, and it is, duh, yes. the mom has laid out her wishes. And she's probably been laying him down for the past nine months. All you're doing is being extremely disrespectful. That's it. You don't respect her. You don't respect your son. You're just being an all-around jackass. This is going to be a quick verdict, I feel. Yeah, easy. <laughs> Would you have a hammer or a gavel be like, asshole? A gong right here, maybe? Maybe I'll build a gong right <laughs> there. <you go. laughs> I like it. I didn't speak to her the whole time, and after about five minutes of composing myself, I told her she needs to leave. After she leaves, I text her and tell her she needs to call me before she just shows up at my house next time. She never responded to my text. My husband, when he, gets, when he got home, says that his dad called him and said his mom was crying because I told her to leave and was being weird when she was over and not hospitable. And it's ridiculous that she can't come over whenever she wants or has to call or text me beforehand to see the baby and that he'll be damned if he ever has to call before he comes over there. So that's the father-in-law, I guess, talking. My husband told my in-laws that they should have respected my boundaries, especially because I'm a new mother. Am I the asshole for telling my no. mother-in-law no. to leave and not having visitors no. for two weeks? Dude, <laughs> fuck both those in-laws. They're fucking on the list, bro. They're out. They are out. Yeah. I I don't want to make this a race thing, but it seems like just fucking 
Oh my. Entitled white people? Yes. <laughs> I can't get my way. Let me let me fucking cry. When blah. I don't understand culture. If it's not yeah. American culture, it's a fucking nuisance. It's ridiculous. It's not even Fuck a culture that. thing. Though. This is the same thing as the fucking gift thing, though. It's not a culture thing. It's just a respect thing. If yeah. someone even if there was no baby and you just showed up unannounced at my house and you know i get maybe get a little peeved because i'm maybe doing something i maybe uh, am busy and you just show up and expect to stay and hang out and and you know me be hospitable to you like fuck you like uh, you're not entitled to that this is my house i can tell you when i want you to leave and ask you to respect my boundaries when went to call or text when you come over bam you know? hey all i'm saying is if she can take or if she can say that i can pop in whenever i want then you should be able to take someone saying hey get the fuck out of my house equally yeah. the same way i'm so disrespectful a hundred percent yeah so I, I do hope they figured it out because it this was like last year right so it's it's almost a full year Tiffany, if you are listening to the show, give us an update. What what happened after that? I would love to know if she did actually end up respecting your boundaries or if this continued. Also, if your mother-in-law is listening, fuck your mother-in-law. Fuck you, man. <laughs> respect your fucking in-law. Respect your daughter-in-law. Respect her wishes. She's a new mom. Stop being a bitch. Also, yeah. the dad, you sound racist. Fuck you. <laughs> Hey, Sean, Sean got time today. <laughs> Why is sipping his tea? Um, he don't give a fuck. I'm fucking, as soon as she was, uh, again, not to bring race into things, but as soon as she was like, <laughs> I'm black, my mom, I'm half black, half Korean. My husband yeah. is white. I'm like, oh God, here we, I, here we I'm go. I'm on your side. <laughs> you don't even have to say a story. And if you're white and offended by that, you look know. in the mirror. Look yeah. in the mirror. Why are you offended? Think about walk, that for a second. Walk down the street with a gun and uh, you'll notice you won't get pulled over. So <laughs> speed, mm. do whatever you want, because this is uh, this is our society. That's it do be facts. <laughs> we're, we're just going to clip that part of Josh. Oh, saying, God, this is our society. <laughs> <laughs> Carry guns down the street. Oh, uh, speed. Uh, once again. <laughs> speed. <laughs> this is our world, whites. This is our world. <laughs> Fuck Wakanda. <laughs> oh, God. So this is my last episode again. Um, <laughs> so we can all agree, not the asshole. Mother-in-law. 100% mother not the asshole. Yep. Husband, kind of. I feel like he could have stepped up a little more. You know what I'm saying? A little but bit. He could it's not his fault. For, for sure. But he he texted them back and was like, "Yo, you're being crazy." Like, yes. At least it sounds like he's on the wife's side. I, yeah, I, I'm, sure, not, sure. I'm not coming for Tiffany's husband. It it would be hard for me to be like, "Fuck you, mom!" Like right off the bat. <laughs> Yo, like, dad, pull up. Yeah. <laughs> and you can understand where the mom's coming from. She just wants to see her granddaughter, but at the, or grandson. But at the same time. You know, it don't matter. You're being an asshole yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> and sorry, Tiffany's husband. I, I fucking flamed the fuck out of your parents. But I feel like, you know, if you look deep inside, you probably agree with me a little bit. He, I think he understands. So we will move on to our next story, which comes from Louise. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Um, I made that name up too, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I even threw in the, that's how it's pronounced. Maybe uh, just to, just to throw you off. Like a Josh mansplaining. My God, what a problematic guy. <laughs> White splaining. Is there a name for that? White splaining sounds good. Yeah, it sounds pretty <laughs> good. Go. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my stepdad about the guy that wanted me to sleep with him for his truck? 
What? Well, wait, say that again. Say that again. Am I the asshole for telling my stepdad about the guy that wanted to sleep with me for his truck? First of all, the truck guy already sounds super fucking pervy, so <laughs> no. I'm going to say no right no. off the bat. You're just telling a story. Proceed. We always need the context. I believe that's most of the story, but we will get into oh. it. Um, <laughs> oh, well, not okay. an asshole. <laughs> not an asshole. Pretty easy, that one. It gets uh, severely weirder. So I am an 18-year-old female, and I live with my 47-year-old mom and 40-year-old stepdad on a 13-acre pig farm. I was home alone, and my dog started going crazy at the door. When I opened the door... Which, if you're alone, you know, Let's maybe not don't. Do that. Maybe don't open you're, the door. You're young. You're very yeah, young. Very 18. young. Also, 13 acres. If they're knocking, uh, I don't know. That's a lot of land to walk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Pig farm in the middle of nowhere. By the sounds of it. So. Yeah, I would just not um, ever open the door. Even, I'm yeah. 30, I'm almost 30 years old. I still wouldn't open the door. No, I still don't for FedEx or anything. It's I just called. It's called a ring. I'm like, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when I opened the door, I saw a man in his late 30s standing on my porch. I had oh, never no. met him before, but I later found out he was my neighbor's son. He said he was there to talk to me about the trucks on his mom's property and that he was looking to sell them. I told him I didn't have any money to buy a truck right now, and he said he'd be willing to trade. Mm. I told him the only thing I had to trade was the piglets on my farm. And does this not sound like the most Midwestern... <laughs> Would you like to trade a truck for some piglets? I got some pigs out back. <laughs> I trade you for a truck. Some Ford F-150 over here. <laughs> he asked to see them, so I walked him to the pig pen. We talked about the pigs for a few minutes before we went back to the porch. And while walking to the porch, he asked me how old I was. And I mm. told him, I'm 18. He said, perfect. Oh, oh come on. Oh. What? There's nothing more creepy he could have said in that moment. Out of all the pigs in the farm, one is walking upright, apparently. Oh, <laughs> Jesus God. Christ, what a fucking freak. So he said perfect and then proceeded to ask me if he could use my bathroom. Oh. Uh, alarm bells should be ringing right now. Not to flame our listeners, I guess. <laughs> it's easier to flame them when we don't know them. <laughs> yeah, I guess just know if you do send it. We are trying to be as objective as we can. You know, we're not we're not passing you any any free passes just because you no. sent it. That being said, I uh, we're like hey, maybe halfway and I don't think you're an asshole. I feel we're on the verge of true crime again here. <laughs> this <laughs> could have ended way worse. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's writing the story, so she's OK. <laughs> that should yeah, be our fantastic. tagline. Equal opportunity flamers. <laughs> well, <laughs> so she she goes ahead and tells him he could use the bathroom, but I first had to put my dogs up so they wouldn't jump on him. Let the dogs jump on him, shit, creepy right, motherfucker. Say, God, leave the dogs damn. open. After that, I weighed the man in and turned the bathroom light on for him. As he walked in, he closed the front door behind him, and that set off many red flags for me. I couldn't shake the feeling that I was in a dangerous situation, so mm. I grabbed a knife from the kitchen and went back yes. to the porch. Smart. Good call. Like, Smart. Yeah. Good call. There you go. As I was walking, I could see the light from the bathroom in the hallway. He never shut the door. Ew. Yeah. Just wide open door in some random person's house. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. He's really hoping for some kind of like real life porn scenario to happen. Right. Yeah. What are you doing, step bro? <laughs> i sat outside for what felt like forever he was in there longer than he should have been when he finally came out of my house he asked what if i didn't ask for money or a trade mm. oh what if my. we just fooled around and then i could give oh, you my truck what a fuck my heart dropped and i told him no and then he needed to leave now good 
Good for you. When he got back to his mom's property, he started shooting what I can only assume was a Glock. So he had a strap. He had a strap on him the whole time. I don't know if he had it on him because he leaves the property, but you could maybe assume he probably had it on him. Oh, shit. Already, of course, tell your stepdad. Well, how would you be the ass? Oh, I'll let you finish the story. But. I called my parents and told them everything. Then I called my friend's parents and they came over to get me until my parents could come home. I was very shaken up by this whole experience, but it only got worse. My stepdad waited until my mom and I was out of the house before he left. He went to the man's mom's property and freaked out on him. He even held him at gunpoint. Ooh, oh, shit. Yeah. Everyone seems to be on my side in this situation saying that he knew from the second he asked my age that he was going to ask for sex. My aunt even thinks that the reason he didn't close the bathroom door was because he wanted me to see his penis before he asks me. Mm-hmm. But I still wonder, am I the asshole for telling my stepdad no. that ended up leading to him confronting the guy with a gun? No. Fuck no. No, fuck no. I'm glad that I don't hate your stepdad. I was like, did he get mad at you for telling him? But instead, he fucking <laughs> went over and fucking showed him his piece. Fucking. That's a good stepdad. Yeah, that's a good you stepdad. Fuck yeah. You're definitely not an asshole. No. For sure. No, that's probably not the way, like, I, I don't know where you're from, to be honest. But that's probably not the way I would handle it. And I'd call the cops, honestly. But that is an unfortunate situation. And I'm glad you were out okay. Yes. Definitely not the asshole in my eyes. I don't know if you have any other takes on that, John. I was going to say, first of all, glad you're safe. That's that's uh, probably yeah. the most important thing. Two, my girl, you're probably going to need to talk to a therapist because that's 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 trauma potentially. Well, actually, it is yeah. trauma. That's yeah. a traumatic no, experience. It's definitely trauma. That and, is a traumatic experience. And, and and three, shout out to your stepdad because you know I in that situation I probably would have done the same. Like that is just some freaky, creepy, predatory shit that that guy did and. He, that yeah. guy knew what the fuck he was doing. So oh, yeah. there, there, there's no ifs and buts about how predatory that guy is. So that's just. Yeah, for sure. Ugh. And, you know, I don't. Uh, I my, my views are not the views of Reddit on Wiki or the Cultivate <laughs> Podcast Network. But if I were you, I'd fucking learn how to use a gun, too. You know, next door. Uh, I know you got 13 acres, but next door, you know, can never yeah. be too safe. Yeah, he's not far, which is the scary part. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I would definitely, I mean, of course, go through all the legal protocol to get a gun, you know, take your <laughs> test, do all you need, what you need to do, get your license. But uh, yeah, I would stay strapped up. Yeah. Again, I don't know where you're from. It, like most of our audience is American. So I'm assuming you're in an area that you can legally carry a firearm. Yeah, I, oh, would, I would probably agree with Sean on that one in this case. <laughs> and then keep your cell phone on you at all times with 911 on speed dial. Not the asshole. That guy's a pig. Yeah, he is a pig. So our next Am I the Asshole story and our final one for the day. This next story comes from Max. Am I the asshole for refusing to forgive my mom? Parents could be not always great parents. So Yeah, that's true. Story number one as an example. (laughs) Thanks. Have you guys ever been in a situation where you couldn't forgive your parents for something? My parents are angels. I can't say nothing bad about them. I mean, of course I had my like angsty teen years where I'm like, mom and dad, fuck you guys. Well, I never said it, but I'd be like, shut my door and play with my fucking emo pop music. Yeah, I was going to say when you had your emo hair. (laughs) Because tonight will be the night that I would fall for you. We have not dropped that clip yet, but I cannot wait. That's going to be a great clip. I hope it becomes a TikTok sound, to be honest. Hopefully not. <laughs> Sean's scrolling through, just hearing his voice every other TikTok. Fuck. Jesus. Uh, so starting the story off, my mom was never a very good mom, but I can't say she was a bad one either. 
She would always take care of me the best that she could, but everything changed when her mother died. I was 10 at the time. My mother fell into a huge depression and started drinking and doing drugs. I was obligated to take care of my four siblings, make them food, change their diapers, clean the whole house, etc., etc. This went on for four years. At this point, I had become very suicidal and couldn't take it anymore. One night, she left me with the kids to go partying with her friends, as she usually did. However, this night, she attempted to drive home under the influence and got into a car crash, leaving her in a coma for nearly five months. Shit. Jesus. Yeah. When she woke up, she couldn't walk or talk. It's been years now, and I, can't, I still can't seem to forgive her. Am I the asshole for refusing to forgive my mom? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I would say no. I'm going to say yeah. no. First off, like, grief is such a complex subject. Like, some people take grief harder than the others, you know? But mm-hmm. losing a parent and, you know, knock on wood, like, I, I haven't experienced that. and but, but I have friends who had experienced it. And I, and I see the changes that it could do to a person. But yeah. at the same time, you do have, you said four? Four children? The well, mom five didn't. if you include five, her, so right? five, five children to take care of, and and those are lives that are depending on you uh, to be kind of negligent, and and for Max to take care of everyone else, that that's a huge trauma dump on a ten year old at the time, you know, like, and that's not uh that's yeah. not a responsibility that most ten year olds probably can't handle because they're probably not as emotionally intelligent yet. They probably don't know the gravity of the situation. Man, yet. I'm I'm 27, almost 28, and I still don't think I am the emotionally capable enough to take care of children, let alone four. Yeah, uh, and she was yeah. she's what ten? What did I say? Ten? Something it like that? Ten? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. She's taking care of them. Like holy that's, shit, that's tough. And and for your mother to kind of use and and some people have different coping mechanisms, and for her to be doing all of the alcohol is considered drugs. So you're doing like drugs yeah. to kind of cope with grief. And leaving your children to kind of fend off from this for yourselves. Max, I don't blame you for not forgiving your mother. Because in a way, your mother also kind of took your childhood away from you. And yeah, it's, that's what I was yeah. say. it's not fair. And the tough thing about it is like, she can't make it up to you. You know what I mean? Like she can never. Because, years. Well, now she's like, she can't walk or talk. Right. Yeah. So she can't even step in to finally be a mother figure. Even, even if she has realized what she's done wrong. Which I know is a, t- is a tough thing to just hold over for the rest of her life, but you're not obligated to forgive anyone in your life. Um, and this is definitely one of those situations where I think you're not you're definitely not the asshole if you never forgive her. Um, this is something that, as John said, she took away your your childhood and forced you into a very difficult situation that you had to grow up in. And um, yeah, I, I'm very sorry for your, for what you've been through. Uh, that's tough. I'm fucking sad now. So not the asshole. Uh, I think we can all agree on that somber note. Thank you, everyone who submitted stories. There are a couple other ones we haven't got to yet. So we'll do another full episode. Am I the assholes? Look at maniacs. Three for three on not being an asshole. You are not <laughs> safe. One time we're going to get a Wikimaniac that thinks, oh, man, they never they never call the Wikimaniacs assholes. And we're going to get the one and I'm a I'm a flame your ass. You better fucking believe it. I'm going to no holds barred. As soon as we get the first hint of some one of our listeners being an asshole, I'm fucking, I'm, I'll be ready. 
I'll one, be ready. I can't wait. One star um, reviews all around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can really picture These guys bully their listeners. <laughs> These assholes. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much for submitting those stories. Um, we really appreciate it. I would like an update, Tiffany, from your story. Uh, I do want to know how that turned out because it has been long enough that y- you might have an update. So that would be super cool to hear about. I'd like an update from all, you know. All three, if there are. Yeah, even if we don't do them on the show, I'd love to hear an update on from everyone, even in our DMs or whatever. But uh, we are going to go to an ad break. And after that, we are going to react to some TikToks that you have sent to us or have tagged us in. Or my girlfriend just shows me. (laughs) It's a a (laughs) wide range. So stay tuned for that. The warm, beautiful summer is upon us, Sean. And you know what that means. You finally get a tan. Low blow, man. (laughs) I obviously meant that summers are busy, and to keep you going on these warm summer days, you can fuel up with Factor. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every week. But wait, there's more. Factor has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your summer wellness goals with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. And if you want to be bougie like John, you can upgrade to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. And the cherry on top is that Factor meals are ready in two minutes. That gives Josh a little more time to work on that tan. Drop it with the tan. Wikimaniacs, head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Am I really that pale? All right. We are back, Wikimaniacs. We're going to be reacting to some TikToks from toxic men. Uh, we'll, no. we'll go. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm already looking at the fucking TikTok clip and I know exactly who that motherfucker is. Yeah, I I'm, called them out actually on that male podcasters clip. Oh, uh, this the, is the one that you were like, the fit and fresh the fucks. And there's a woman there? Oh, well, I they, they I think they pay women to just be at the table. I'm about <laughs> to be hella upset. So this one, he is talking about women with Instagram accounts and I, I've never done react videos. So this well, this is new. So we'll just let them, we'll let them go into it and uh, we'll see what you guys think. I think if you're in a serious relationship with a girl, she should not have an Instagram. That's cheating. In my Delete. Opinion, I think a woman having Instagram is 100% cheating, especially if she has scantily clad photos of herself on the internet and she's not making money off of it, which a lot of women tend to do. They have Instagram just for attention. You know what I'm saying? Stupid. And I think for women, attention is like sex for men. So, uh, you know, when you know that attention from, from the opposite gender and if, if you got a serious relationship with a girl and she still has a for sale sign on her neck, I think that's very disrespectful. A for sale sign on her neck. Like she's a fucking truck on the corner for sale. Dude, <laughs> fuck this guy. I'm not well, even going to give her. him the time of the day. Like I, I hope any listener that heard that already is like nothing needs to be said. He doesn't even need his name shared. Fuck this guy. I'm glad I've never seen this guy ever before in my life. I can't believe that this guy, I, I can't see the likes. 420,000. Jesus, fuck you, man. <laughs> Tell me you're insecure without telling me you're insecure. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, goodness, dude. Attention is the same as sex. I, I'm pretty sure sex is the same as sex. Uh, yeah. You're a fucking idiot, dude. He didn't say it, but I, I would assume his take is... A woman getting any kind of attention is equal to a man 
having sex, right? Is that what, that's kind of what he's saying. So like if I, if I, my girlfriend has an Instagram account, that's equal to me going and sleeping with someone else is what he's saying. Basically. It's not, it is not the same thing. You fucking fucking idiot. (laughs) Next. Next. I want to roll through these, man. One one fucking last take. Okay. It's not, if, if, if women wants to post those type of photos, by all means, do you, you know what I'm saying? But the fact that he, this fool sounds like he's blaming women for doing that because men can't control their urges. Uh, it it yeah. says a lot more about guys fucking, you know, not being able to control this. Oh, my God, I see boobs on the screen. <laughs> I'm going to fuck kind of shit. Like, come on, man. Can't control. See boobs. Can't control self. Jeez. jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy's a this guy's a dick. Whatever. Move on. This next one is one my girlfriend shared with me, I believe. And she said, what the fuck is this? And I guess there's a bill being passed in Idaho, I believe. Potatoes. Mm. Potato heads. Potato heads. <laughs> I apologize from anyone from Idaho who listens because they're probably not. No, I mean, I'm talking about like the people passing those bills. Oh, yeah. yeah Potato yeah, yeah. heads. So let's jump into this clip. I understand that that a uh, someone who has committed a rape would not be able to uh, sue if an abortion were to take place. Would a family member of said rapist be able to sue? Would they have standing? Holy Thank you. If it is the uh, parents, siblings, aunts and uncles, grandparents, then yes. Uh, same question then uh, for incest as well? Down 21. Thank you. Yes. So if I am raped and choose to have an abortion and my rapist has 10 siblings, is there anything to preclude all of them and their spouses from um, bringing a lawsuit for $20,000 each? Down from 21. I'm not sure their spouses are included in, the, in that list, but uh, no. All right. I'm that guy's fucking face right now. What the <laughs> fuck did I just hear? <laughs> I'm this first comment. America, sweetie, are you okay? <laughs> like, you guys are from Texas. Pretty right-leaning state, right? For right-leaning states, they're always fucking wrong all the time, all right? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? I know that's a pun, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? They're Man. horrible people. Man, like, don't compare Texas to these people. I'll, I'll say that. Well, you, guys, pretty, Texas, you guys have the abortion ban, so. Yeah, I mean. You're not much yeah, better. All lawmakers are <laughs> shitty, but I mean, at least we have big cities that majority are left leaning so yes. I, I, any texas slander i don't fucking stand for but yeah fuck these guys <laughs> these it's wild to me so i'm gonna go on a bit of a political rant here it's wild to me that the right leaning people are usually the ones that are like my body my choice you know what i mean and then they immediately immediately are the first ones to be like no women can't do what they want they they must uh no, adhere to what we want them to do with their bodies and it's like do, do you not understand? You're talking about both sides of your fucking ass, you dumb idiot. Oh, it makes me so they, fucking They've mad. never been my body, my choice until COVID. No, until COVID, they've, yeah. Until COVID. Then they're like, well, wait a second. <laughs> how the hell did this it. episode go from sad before the break? And now I'm just angry. Yeah. Yeah. Low, low key, last time we do this segment, <laughs> I'm fucking heated. I'm mad. <laughs> we get tagged in these all the time, so it probably will not be the last time we do it. So the next video, this will be the last one. We'll, we'll wrap it up with this video. I believe this is a pickup artist, if I'm not mistaken. Pickup artist already is a fucking... <laughs>
talk about oh, toxic masculinity and all this garbage and we need to make men more feminine. That's not going to make men, it's not going to make the world safer. Yeah. Having a whole bunch of men who give into their emotions instantly is going to create more monsters. Yeah. A bunch of babies and a bunch of monsters. It can make them more confused and fucked up and all kinds of stuff, yeah. The, 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 rea the reality of masculinity is controlling your emotions. This is the reality of being a man. Mm. They try and say that men should give in and it's okay to cry. I'm not saying you can never cry if something bad doesn't happen to you. I'm saying that the, the tenets of masculinity since the dawn of time have been, I was afraid, but I did anyway. Yeah. This is the tenets of masculinity. Courage. I, courage. Yeah. I, that's what courage is. Yep. I was afraid to storm the beaches of Normandy, but I did it anyway. I was afraid to stay in the Titanic, but I did it anyway. <laughs> this is the whole tenets of masculinity. And now they're saying, oh, if you're afraid, just act afraid to be a pussy. Talk about oh, toxic masculinity and all this garbage. Um, did you guys understand what he was saying? Yeah, it's dumb. This bloke is a fucking idiot. I was going to say, I didn't understand what he was fucking saying. He's saying men control their emotions. Is that what he's saying? Because that is definitely not the case. Men are wildly out of control with their emotions uh, uh, in more cases than women, I believe. Women understand and can relate to their emotions. I feel logically, at least. Yeah. I feel men, because society has, has kind of forced them, like, uh, and uh, people like these force force the society to turn into hide your emotions. Don't cry. Don't you know what I mean? And so men bottle it up until they explode and then fucking, you know, become a serial killer on the next true crime podcast. You know what I mean? As someone who is very like I'm very pro like mental health. I think it shows more courage for someone to be vulnerable because then now you're actively trying. You're actively trying to fight the very thing that's trying to destroy you. And the fact that you're like bottling everything in and you explode and then, uh, you know, the next person that makes you mad or makes you upset in the street, that's not being a man. Being a man is being able to say like, hey, I do have a problem and I need help. Absolutely. Because you're fighting, you're fighting your pride. You're fighting the very thing that society is telling you that, hey, you're not a man if you're, if you seek help. You're not a man if you like storm the beach of fucking Normandy. You know, <laughs> dude, like grow the fuck up. Everyone needs help. Also, everyone what needs a, us. What like, a comparison. Normandy is compared to everyday society now. That's not. Bitch, you're sipping latte on the fucking yeah. street. You don't know what <laughs> Normandy is like, my guy. Yeah. Um, to think that a war scenario is the same as everyday life. It is not, man. It is not. And yeah, those those guys are probably scared. Those guys probably have tons of PTSD and they are scared to talk about it because men like you say, no, you shouldn't talk about it. Bottle it up. Keep that inside. And, and so you get these people with these veterans, as John could probably attest, that just bottle up their emotions. 22 veterans a day commit suicide because mental health is the biggest fucking problem in the military. Yeah. That's a huge reason why I got the fuck out. You know, I mm -hmm. didn't want to be a goddamn statistic. And and I, I it sucked because... I threw my career out because I wanted to seek help and I wasn't yeah. scared of it. And it was so stigmatized for men to be like, I have a moment of weakness. I need someone to help me. And to me, John, that oh is, that, that takes more yeah. uh, gut and hearts than someone who just bottles it up and, and just accepts that their life's going to be, you know, depression, anxiety and all that. Exactly. Um, Cause then it, you take that out on the next person and that person, yeah. that next person doesn't deserve that treatment from you. And it's just a, a vicious help, cycle. Oh, this, so, is, this is making me, I'm so angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are a man, please let out your emotions in a verbal safe space where you can talk about it and uh, do not be like this guy and bottle it up because that's how wars like Normandy start. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that is it for this episode. 
What did you think? Obviously, the last people were assholes. Uh, you can call them assholes. <laughs> Sean is just fucking Sean's, I've never side. seen him this quiet. Just put me in a fucking <laughs> bad headspace. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> You'll be in the perfect headspace for the Shots and Thoughts episode you're going to record. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I have some time to fucking decompress. I, I yeah. truly understand why. I mean, I, I'll never truly understand, but I get now why women were more like, oh my God, like, Men with mics, uh, I don't want to hear it. Or like, oh my god, like, yeah, I'm so surprised that this you know, is why these dudes are normal. <laughs> I was like, why? Like, are normal dudes not a thing? And I guess fucking not. There's fucking nope. these guys going viral. I hope most of the comments on here are negative on all three of those videos. But so Jesus too, Christ, uh, I understand a little bit better. You guys might like what we say. You know, I thought we were saying normal shit, but I guess uh, there's a lot of not normal dudes out there that are getting viral. So. Yes. It, it's safe to say that we were raised by parents who would not barge in two weeks after you gave birth. <laughs> hey, I was raised by white parents. <laughs> hey, but not that someone would barge in. Not all white parents are bad. Not all white parents are bad. I made the joke. It's okay. Okay, guys. <laughs> I just don't want to, I don't want to agree and then be like, actually, not showing guys is fucking John. racist. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, hot take, I don't think you could be racist against white people, but that's a topic for another <laughs> you know what it, it's fair that's fair you can be mean to white people but i don't yeah. think you can be racist towards white people but we love you josh you're our favorite <laughs> white guy wow thank you you're welcome <laughs> that is it for this episode did you guys think these guys were assholes obviously i hope so god god i'm so uh, mad if you liked our listener submitted am i the asshole stories consider sending one yourself you can DM us on Twitter or Instagram at Reddit on Wiki, or you can send us uh, an email at Reddit on Wikipod at gmail.com. Huge thanks to everyone who sent us a, a story. As I said before, we, we love the, we love the stories. Keep them coming if you can. And if you want to hear more, please consider subscribing to the show and giving us a rating and review on whatever platform you are on. We have a, now a 4.9 star rating on Spotify. So someone, someone shot Probably us one the of foot. these three dudes. <laughs> It was this guy specifically, actually. <laughs> As a pickup artist, this podcast is poison. <laughs> As a pickup artist. Dudes who uh, teach other dudes how to talk to girls incorrectly. Uh, oh yes. There God. you go. Perfect. This guy looks like the wish wish version of some Jonas brother. What yeah, the hell is he Don't even give him about? that. Why are they all bald? No offense to, to bald people, but <laughs> it's just uh seems like a trope. Anyway. As a man with alopecia, I can't let that joke slide, Josh. <laughs> I said no offense to all bald people. Just, you know. Yeah, it's funny how people say no offense and then immediately offend. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. Not all bald people are toxic men, but uh, a large Thank majority you. of toxic men are bald. We'll go with that. <laughs> oh, interesting Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sean's villain, or Sean's villain arc. <laughs> Thank you, John and Sean, for coming on the show today, even though I just roasted Sean. Uh, <laughs> Thank Love you, Wikimaniacs, for listening. We will see everyone on Monday. Peace. Later. Bye. Do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking not on that. Great power. For the fifth time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs>
the warm, beautiful summer is upon us, Sean, and you know what that means. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every week. But wait, there's more. Factor has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your summer wellness goals with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Wikimaniacs, head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code Wiki 50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off of your next month. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. 